G'day team. Uh, welcome to life. Craig Anthony Harper reporting in for duty as I do. I hope this finds you well, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whoever you are. This is the show where we talk about some ideas and thoughts that might make your life better and not well. They of themselves won't definitely won't make your life better, but they might turn on a, a they might flick a switch. They might open a door. They might ignite a light bulb in the old brain that might be a catalyst for you to do something to make your life better. Anyway, that is what this is about. Today, I want to talk to you about the idea of unlearning. So we spend a lot of our lives learning, education, in academia, reading stuff, experientially learning, on the job learning. There are lots of different models for learning optimally, but what about unlearning? What about the things that we learned consciously or not? Usually stuff we learned unconsciously to be honest, stuff that we learned unintentionally that is now part of our cognitive makeup and part of our mental hard drive that forms the way that we see ourselves, the way that we see the world, the way that we interpret data and experiences, that outside in stuff. What about those things that are just part of our cognitive conscious and subconscious operating system that get in the way? What about those things? What about the beliefs that are actually doing us a disservice? What about the stuff that we've learned that is getting in the way of our potential power and possibilities? What about those things? So we are consciously or not, intentionally or not, for better or worse, we're always learning stuff. We're always onboarding information. We're always analyzing and interpreting data. And there's the conscious learning that we do, there's the intentional learning, there's the positive learning that we do with kind of focused study, with reading, with researching, with school, with university, with listening to stuff like this perhaps. Uh, but then there's all the other learning that just happens as a byproduct of what we're doing, where we are, where we've been, what we've seen, what we've been in the middle of. And some of that stuff that we learn gets in the way. Some of that stuff that we learn is no good for us. In fact, some of the stuff that we have learned is flawed, it is self-limiting, it is toxic, and it is the thing or they are the things that stand between you and fulfillment, you and happiness, you and your purpose, uh, and you and better, you and improved, you and more, you and winning, you and success. So, so give me an example, Harps. I hear you say, great. So here are some things that I learned unintentionally, unconsciously, as a byproduct of just stuff that I went through. By the way, nothing majorly traumatic in here, and my life has never been horrible or anything. So anything. So I'm no, you know, victim. But I learned early um, that I, when I say I learned, I came to believe. Right, I came to understand or I came to think that I wasn't smart enough. The reason that I came to believe that was I was often around people much smarter than me. I was not an academic standout. I didn't fly through school. It wasn't a major, major struggle, but it certainly wasn't easy. So I learned that I wasn't smart enough. I learned that I wasn't thin enough, lean enough, attractive enough. I learned that I wasn't athletic enough or cool enough to fit in. And again, nobody was overtly consciously teaching or programming this into my conscious and subconscious. This was just the stuff that I gleaned and ascertained and kind of came to the conclusion of as a byproduct of my experiences. 
Um, and of course, most of you know that I was the morbidly obese kid and I wasn't the brilliant academic and all of those things. And so I came to believe that I couldn't be a fit, strong, lean, healthy young person because I'd never been that. And of course, I didn't understand that, you know, what I'd done or what I'd not done was not a great indicator of my potential. I didn't get that. In fact, most of us base our expectations about what's possible for us in the future on what we've done or not done until this point in time. In fact, that's not a great indicator at all. The only indicator that is of, <laughs> that's of, is what we've done. It doesn't tell us where we could go, what is uh, in our power, what is in our possibilities, and what is potentially in our future. I learned in church. Um, that I wasn't holy enough, that I needed to be saved, that on my own, I wasn't worthy. I learned in church that I was a sinner. I learned in church that on my own, I was destined for hell. I was destined for an eternal lake of fire and so on and so on. And some of you have heard me say, when you're eight years old and you learn that you're a sinner and if you don't repent and you don't do certain things, you're going to spend eternity in flames again. That's not a great that's not an uplifting paradigm for a young man to be in. That's not a great cognitive, emotional, psychological space for a young person to be in. But that's where I was because that's what I was trained and taught and told. Um, I, I learned when I was setting up my first business at 26, I had reinforced by many people that one, that my, my business idea, which was personal training, which didn't exist in Australia at that time, wasn't a good idea. And nobody's really trying to derail me, but they just didn't literally think it was a good idea. I also had well-intending friends who also thought I probably didn't have the business acumen or the business skills or the self-awareness or the competence to be able to build a business. And <laughs> I, I agreed with them. I thought they were right. Um, but nonetheless, I dove in, I dived in and, um, you know, and it worked out. But for me, the the reprogramming, the 180 in terms of beliefs came through the experience of actually building my business over time. So this is common. This is part of the human experience that we all have things that we've acquired, beliefs that we've acquired, mindsets, um, ways of thinking about the world and ourselves in the world that get in our way. So what have you learned? What's a belief that you have that's holding you back? What's a belief that you you have that's flawed or that um, is something of a limitation? And where did your beliefs come from? Do you ever think about that? I, you know, what's funny is most of us, most of us with most of our current beliefs, we didn't choose them. We didn't one day go, you know what, let me let me put out all these potential things that I could believe. Let me look at all of these possibility and all of these options. And I choose that. That's now my belief. No, for most of us, our current beliefs are an organic byproduct of our experiences in our life. But the truth is that some of those beliefs, some of those beliefs are the biggest limiting factor that we have in terms of living our best life. And then there are some really fundamental ones that we've learned academically or we've learned through um, other people who have consciously, in inverted commas, taught us. You know, like, for example, I, I learned 30 years ago that the food pyramid, so this is something that I learned, the food pyramid was the best way to eat. Subsequently, most of us, not all apparently, 
But most of us have learned that that's kind of bullshit, that there's a lot of evidence and research that suggests that eating that way is not the best. And so, you know, I I was somebody who taught or recommended the food pyramid for a very long time because that's what I thought was right. That that was the best information, although it was flawed, that was the best information that I thought I had at the time. And when I learned better, when I came across new information, new data, new research, I unlearned something and I relearned or I learned something new. Um, for a long time, here's something else I had to unlearn for a long time. And I don't know where this came from. I think I created it, but I I had a mindset. I had a belief that the more that I trained, the better. And so from literally when I was 14 years old until I was probably uh, 26 or seven years old, I pretty much trained every day of my life. I train most days now, but I train in a way which is much more uh, appropriate. Whereas back then, every day, seven days a week, 52 weeks of the year or very close to that, I trained hard and heavy and all the time. And my progress, which could have been phenomenal, was actually slow. And curiously, when I, through nothing other than a circumstance, I'll tell you, actually, I, I opened my first business. I opened the first Harper's and I couldn't, I literally couldn't train as much. So I had to take time off. And what was funny was I kept training, but only at half the kind of level, half the volume. And what happened when I reduced my training and increased my recovery time uh, was that my progress went through the roof. I would not have changed that belief. I would have not have changed that operating system had I not been through that experience. So think about your beliefs. Think about, do my beliefs serve me or sabotage me? Where where did they come from? Unlearning is quite often, depending on what the belief is that we're holding on to, unlearning is quite often more important than learning. We'll be back in a moment with a question. All right, before I give you today's question, I want to remind you that being open-minded is not weak-minded. <laughs> and being open-minded, not being tied in too closely, not having your identity and your existence intertwined with your beliefs. It's good to have beliefs, but it's good to realize that we might be wrong. It's good to it's good to be able to process new information and to expose ourselves to new ideas and new thinking because maybe we'll find something that is more correct, that is perhaps more appropriate, um, or something which can completely contradicts, but nonetheless is true, something we're holding on to. And here's one of the challenges. You know, when my identity is intertwined with my belief, when my sense of self and self-worth and confidence comes from a particular belief, I make myself almost unteachable. I make myself closed-minded. So of course, have beliefs, have have ideas, have thoughts, have standards, but at the same time, be aware and be okay with the idea that you might be wrong. So my question for today is what idea, belief, habit, and or bias do you need to let go of or unlearn? Enjoy your day.